Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 23 of the Last Eagleheart Podcast. DJ, spin it. What is up, everybody? How is your Friday going? Has it been good? Has it been a good Friday? I hope it has been. Have you been worried about me? Have you been wondering, where has Dawson been? He hasn't, he has not, did he not? Oh yeah, that's right. No Tuesday or no Friday podcast last week? What has been going on with you, Dawson? That's what I hope is going through your brains right now. Okay, it's probably not. You probably are like, hey, he just didn't put a podcast up this week. All right, go on with your day. But the people that have actually been wondering, tune in. I have something to tell you. I had a really, really weird, rough, busy week, okay? Really weird, rough, and busy. All three of those combined together. Number one, I was bedridden for three days. More, more actually, I was couch-ridden because that is what I sleep on. Dawson, you probably had COVID. Why does everybody assume that? It's not like you get sick anymore and you have something else. Oh, Dawson, you have a cold. Or hey, or hey, no, no, you have, um, you could have cancer. Yeah, you could have that. You, that that's a real big possibility. Or you could have the flu. You could have anything else, but no. Everybody goes straight to COVID. No, I don't have COVID, I never had COVID, and I didn't have anything to do with COVID. But I have this dry cough now that makes me feel like that other people think I do have COVID, and I like to use that to my power, especially grocery shopping. Everybody gets away from me, it's awesome, just keep on vibing and doing my own thing. Well, Dawson, what did you have? What did you have that you couldn't put out your podcast last week? Well, I'll tell you. I had a stomach ulcer. A stomach ulcer? Is that even that big of a deal? Yes, a stomach ulcer is a big deal. I didn't take stomach ulcers seriously until I got one either. Then when I finally got one, it crept up on me, bit down on me like an alligator, and rolled me around in a death roll for three days, and then finally I was able to get up and just shove some food down. I've been wanting to eat for the past week and a half, really. I've been forcing myself. Just stuffing myself like a turkey on Thanksgiving. (sighs) Yeah. But that's how my week was. You know what? My friend made me so irritated. Because while I was in agony, he walked through... And he looked at me and decided to tell me that this year all around has not been that bad for him. And I wanted to get up and I wanted to put him in a chokehold and just slowly hear his last breaths go out of him. Just like that. That's what I wanted to do to him. Because really... 90% of the people this year have had a bad year, okay? Usually people don't, you know, usually the stats are not that high for bad years, but this year is one of those years. I hope 2021 does not even closely come to the crap that 2020 has brought to anybody and everybody. And my friend coming in 
my roommate, my whatever. He may be a whatever to me now. Just because he said that. Just the optimism on his mind. Oh, 2020 hasn't been that bad for me. Oh, well, I'm about to make it a little worse for you when I give you a black eye. Maybe a little bit of a bloody nose with my knuckles across your face. How about that one? Get a little imprint of my ring on your face. Some Viking words that say warrior. Get that stapled on your forehead. How about that one? Make your 2020 a little bit more teeter-tottering towards the negative side instead of being so optimistic as you are. He then saw me on the couch and laughed and said that I looked like a cancer patient. What? What a great person you are. But he did bring me back some soup, so, you know, all is love. (laughs) People who say that, all is love. All love. Whatever. But that's how my week's been. Just doing that. And then working. That's, That's all my week has been, and all my week, like, has been consisting of. Then comedy wise, I, uh,. I have some bad news for the local comedy club that I loved going to. It was one of my favorite local comedy clubs. They're struggling right now. They are struggling right now to keep money rolling in and for them to pay the bills. They just started a GoFundMe page. And I kind of want to just put this out there in the very beginning. Usually this uh, podcast is very goofy and very, you know, nothing serious. But I do want to add just a little bit of a little bit of seriousness at the very beginning just you know put things in uh more just because this is very important to me uh i i know it may not be very important to you but me and everybody in the comedy community especially in little rock it is a uh big deal it's because this is a thing that i've been doing since high school i've been going to this place i interned there for my internship in high school I was the intern at this comedy club, and I, you know, did, I I ran the, you know, front, collected the money, got to perform, I was graded, I was graded on performing, Uh, people around there in the local community call me the intern, my nickname has been the intern ever since I started interning there, it's the little joke, it's, I'm, it's a very important nice great comedy club where people just come in you know just make each other laugh and they just come together and they're they're struggling a little bit right now they started a gofundme page so it's called the joint coffee house argentina i think i think the argentina part but just look up the joint coffee house or the joint coffee shop and it will pop up on facebook click their link to their gofundme page donate something you know, five bucks, ten bucks, I don't know. Anything. Anything will do to keep that club running. Because it is great to watch some theater improv acts that they hold on the weekends. They got great open mics on Tuesdays every Tuesday. I mean, I go there. A little pat myself on the back. Well, Dawson, there's other comics too. I know. Okay? But it, that that club is very... Important to me, brings something to my heart. I think hopefully we're doing something like a fundraiser at that club. I hope. I hope there's a fundraiser that's going to be happening soon. Maybe, but you know, 
Who knows? But that was just something that was on my mind that I wanted to address. Also, <laughs> speaking of comedy, I am performing this Sunday. I'm hosting an open mic at the Looney Bin Comedy Club in Little Rock. And I want you to be there. If you are in Little Rock and you know what the Looney Bin Comedy Club is, if you don't, look it up. Put it in your GPS. It will get you there. Okay, I will be there. I'll be performing there as well. Okay, don't, don't be shy. Show up there and, and I get more time. I will be honest. The more people come, the extra time that I get. So if you say that you're paying there and you're saying that you're coming to watch me, I get more time added onto my routine before I actually start hosting and bringing up other open micers that night. So that's just a little bit of thing out there. And if you want to laugh in this crappy year of 2020, if you want to laugh and get some enjoyment, I would. and you're in the Little Rock area, or you want to drive to the Little Rock area, I will be there at the Looney Bin Sunday night, this Sunday night at 8 o'clock p.m. That, those are... That's all my announcements. I think that's that's all my announcements at the very beginning of this podcast. Okay, I addressed why I have not been. I did not do the podcast last week. Okay, I addressed my one of my favorite local comedy clubs is struggling right now. And three, I addressed that I am op- not only performing at this open mic but hosting it. And uh, you know, I addressed those three awesome main topics but i will tell you this much i just want to let you know because we're moving on into the big things that we're talking about what are the big things beds are overrated dawson why are beds overrated is it just because you have a couch to sleep on and you're pissed you're just mad because people have comfy beds to sleep in and you don't have a nice bed is that why you're mad dawson no i'm not mad about that I'm not disappointed. I'm not jealous, envious of that. Okay? I just think that there is more than just a simple mattress. Mattresses have gotten so expensive lately and over the years. It is ridiculous. Have you seen the sleep number beds? (laughs) Blow your mind. Who sleeps like that? Are you telling me I have never once, besides a hospital bed, have slept on an incline? No one sleeps on an incline. I'm sorry, but sleep number, you got to do something different. I don't sleep on an incline. I sleep flat on my back like any other normal person. Well, not flat on my back. Okay, I'm not like some vampire. I don't cross my arms. And I'm just like, no. I roll over on my tummy. Okay, I pop two melatonin. About three milligrams, if anybody's suspicious. Okay? I roll over on my tummy, and I have the best melatonin dreams of my life. And if you've never taken melatonin, I recommend you taking it at least once and experiencing the awesome bomb dreams that you will have along with it. You will wake up the next morning with a drool on your pillow, with a stamp from your pillow, and then you'll wake up going, wow. What a great dream. Thank you, Melatonin. Thank you for doing that for me. But why are mattresses overrated? That's the big thing. 
mattresses. Dawson, why are you talking about mattresses so much? Why is that the big thing on this podcast? Because I bought something. I am off the couch and I bought something that is very comfortable that I didn't th- that I don't think anybody's really thought about just sleeping on. And I'm talking about I bought one of those big, huge four person bean bags. Well, technically, I think it's three, but it could fit four. It could fit like three pretty big size people, like two, two skinny people than a fat guy, but it could probably fit really four slender people. All right. Anyways, like a huge 60, 70, 80 pound bean bag uh, filled with this polyester foam basically just shredded up mattress toppers that are stuffed into this thing with a suede outside covering. I bought that for me to sleep on, and I've never looked back since. I think bean bags need to be turned into beds. I do. Dawson, you are out of your mind. Who is going to back this product up? Look, no one's going to take my idea. If you are out here thinking, man, that beanbag mattress idea is actually really a smart idea. Nope, you're not taking it. It is mine. It's the last Eagleheart podcast stamped. It's, it's mine. It's not yours. I'm taking it to Shark Tank first. And I'm going to wow all those people there. And they are going to be fighting for a part of my company. They're going to be fighting for a part of it. Guaranteed. Because of just how great and awesome this idea is. Well, Dawson, was it compared to sleeping on right now? Right now, I feel like it's more like of a twin mattress of bean bags. It's like a little twin. It's really nothing major. But I want to make a queen and king size bed stuffed with this polyester foam. That's what I want to make. Boom. It's not going to cost you hardly anything. It, it's not. All these mattress companies are going to like have their heads spinning because they are just like, wow, that's a really smart idea. Beanbag beds will be the water beds of this century. Or of, the, yeah, of this century. I promise you. People went crazy over water beds in the 80s and I think the 70s and 80s. And people are going to go crazy over beanbag beds soon. Whenever I get it patented and and drawn up and sent in, it's going to be great. But I bought this huge, huge beanbag thing, and it is it has been a lifesaver. I did not want to wake up and go anywhere one day because of just how comfortable and how amazing, how amazing this beanbag just it was like it held me in it was like a snuggie but a bed you know a snuggie you know you just oh put your arms in it's like a reverse jacket of course and it just comforts you and it keeps you warm same thing but with this beanbag literally you you lay in it all of a sudden it just hugs you comforts all your edges all your edges and curves of your body and you're just just out you are out because you feel like you're sleeping on a cloud, an absolute cloud. I mean, easy, also, it's very easy to transport compared to a mattress. Very easy to transport. Just take a U-Haul, toss that in the back, and then you 
bring into your other place that you're moving to. Mattresses are such a, ha a hassle. They make you buy this stupid bed frame. Are you kidding me? Just put the mattress on the ground. No, I want a bed frame with it. I want a bed frame. They're just making you pay extra money, and it's going to be more of a hassle to move, but I want a bed frame. Well, you won't have to have a bed frame with this bean bag. I promise you, you won't have to have a bed frame. It's literally just going to be boop, plopped. Well, Dawson, I have your thing. A king-size mattress is ginormous, and you want to make a king-size bean bag bed. How do you expect that to get easy access in and out of somebody's house? What do you mean? First off, it's going to come in, and it's going to be shrunk, okay? It's going to be so small that you were thinking that there's no way this is a king-size bed, but give it about two days as you keep on kicking the crap out of it. Next thing you know, boom, beautiful bed. Beautiful bed for you to lay upon and then just realize, man, I invested in something great. A beanbag bed. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Dawson, is there any medical, like, is there any medical benefits to this bed? Yeah. Um, relieves back pain, relieves neck pain, relieves any pain that you have. Uh, your dreams are even better because you sleep the whole time. You don't want to wake up. I mean, I can go on for days about this idea of how mattresses are overrated. They are so overrated. I, it's just how it is. And it all started from buying a beanbag that I now sleep on. And it is the most comfortable thing that I've ever slept on in my life. I'm surprised people didn't try sleeping on doggy beds. I'm just kidding. I am not taking it that far. Doggy beds are definitely not something to sleep on. They're definitely not worth it. Hey, but there are some dog beds out there that are like freaking comfortable due to it being made exactly like a human mattress. It's something else, I will tell you. But did you see? Did you watch? Did you witness the Israel Anasanya and the the Anasanya and Costa fight? Did you did you witness that? Did you witness Anasanya and the Costa fight versus how does that correlate with your mattresses, Dawson? Well, since we're going on to a different subject, let's just put it this way. Anasanya made Costa go into a deep sleep on his stupid mattress that he'll have at home. And Anasanya is going to invest in this beanbag company. That is what's going to happen. He's going to. I bet you Anasanya sleeps on a beanbag, and that's why he just fights so well. He's a great UFC fighter because he fights on a beanbag. Well, not fights on a beanbag. He sleeps on a beanbag, gets great dreams. Gets a great sleep, has no pain, and then Costa sleeps on a lame, expensive mattress. That's just how, that's just what happens. And we just gotta, I just kinda wanna watch the Anasanya 
Uh, hmm. The highlights. The highlights of this fight were amazing. Did, 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 did I watch it? Yes, of course I watched this fight. I wanted to pull up the highlights, but it's taken too long. I don't want to do it anymore. Okay, I want to keep talking about it. Okay, did you watch this fight? I'm asking again because everybody's like, uh, no, Dawson, I did not pay that ridiculous pay-per-view price to watch that fight. I cannot believe you did. I didn't. Well, then, Dawson, how'd you watch it? Well, I've been wanting to keep this a secret. Maybe some of you know this trick. Maybe some of you don't. But there are these people on Twitter that uh, go on uh, Twitter Live and they'll record their TV while the fight's going on and they'll live stream it over Twitter and have people follow them to watch the fight. And you know what? I'm all for it. I'm all for that. I get to watch the fight for free. I follow them just to keep on getting updates just in case Twitter takes the fight down. Then they'll repost it. I'll keep on watching it. The next thing you know, the next day, I unfollow them and then I never hear from them ever again because I'm done watching the fight and I'm done using them. They think that they're going to gain a lot of followers by posting this fight live. No, they are not going to gain a lot of followers, but you know what you will gain? A lot of attention. And you will gain smiles because you just got to watch a fight for free. And that's what I did. I watched a paid pay-per-view fight illegally. Well, I say legal but not legal at the same time on Twitter. It was on Twitter Live. But I doubt the people over DirecTV would love to hear that people like stream their services over the internet. And uses Twitter to uh, uh, basically pirate the fight. It's just, anyways, I watched that fight. I loved it. I loved going into it, watching all the social media stuff. Everybody said Costa was going to get his butt whooped. I mean, not, no. Everybody said Costa was going to whoop Anasanya. Because Anasanya is just too cocky. And Costa is just awesomely humble. And He's just, but I'll be honest, Anasanya could freaking fight. He is like a a complete beast, a complete beast. Costa's a beast too, but I mean, Costa was just taking the punches. He wasn't doing anything. He was just sitting there and getting rocked the whole time. And Anasanya finally got him to the ground and just keep kept on beating his face and got him on the chin, got him on the ground. And I'm sorry to ruin the uh ending for y'all if y'all were looking forward to watching the fight later but I mean <laughs> come on you should have already watched it by now but that fight was amazing because it proved that Anasanya is no one to be messed around with and everybody hates his cockiness that is what I don't understand everybody hates his cockiness they love humble fighters well I'll tell you this one okay I'll tell you this much that guy has a big fat goose egg for losses. I'm telling you, I would have the biggest head in any sport if I had zero losses and that many wins that that dude has. 
I promise you. Anybody would. And it's just part of the thing. I love the smack talking right before the fights. I mean, even though Costa could barely get out his roast. He could barely speak English. Anasanya was just tearing him up. Then Costa hands him a white belt. What? What? Anasanya mailed him that white belt back so fast. I bet you he, as soon as the fight was over, he gave it directly to UPS. I was like, hey, mail this to Costa's address. He's going to need it. <laughs> it's true. It is absolutely true. Costa got destroyed. He absolutely did. He danced around. He was trying to, I don't know what he was trying to do, but all he was doing to me, like for me watching, all he was doing was being a uh, beating bag for Anasanya, and he just went down. Okay? Now, I'm doing a lot of crap talking for a 125-pound dude. Yes, I'm fully aware. I am fully aware any moment that if I ever had to get into a fight, that it would not be good. If I was a, am I a fighter or a flighter? Um, more likely I'm going to flight on the incident. I don't want to cross paths with anybody to fight because I'm not the greatest of all fighters. But I will tell you though, as a UFC watcher, enthusiast, I mean, that was a great fight by Anasanya. I mean, I just got to give it to him. And I, and I loved afterwards. I loved afterwards when all the Costa fans were on social media uh, at first bashing on Asanya. Now they were completely silent the next day. They did not know what to say. It was just, it was so, it was so relieving. It was so relieving to know that like, I mean, you just can't beat him. It's just great. I mean, but here's the thing though. Do I think Anasanya will lose? Do I think he will lose in the future? Probably. I mean, every every UFC fighter has their fall point at one at one time or the other. But I don't know when his will be, and I don't even want to think about that. All I just want to reminisce in is the fact that I watched an amazing fight over Twitter Live. Thank you, Twitter, for doing that for me. On my couch. While I was, while I was couch ridden, it was it was amazing, it was absolutely amazing, and I would watch that fight over again. I I know I spent some time talking about that fight, and I know that there may not be some UFC lovers out there, but I will be guaranteed honest about this one. That fight is a guaranteed watch. It was a have to watch. It was a great and amazing fight. That's that's all I have to say about it. It was just completely amazing, completely just, like, I mean, just, he tore, tore into him, tore into him, and then did his nice little, like, little backflip, little, uh, 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 everybody making fun of him. God, he can back up that crap talk. I love anybody that can back up the fact of, like, backing up their crap talk, because usually people that talk the most smack get beat down. And in that case, he did not. He literally went, boom, boom, boom. He's down, done, tapped out, to the jaw, over with. Game is over. Fight is over. 
Mm. But I will be honest, though. I watched the announcers, and I, I watched the fight in different languages, and I found this thing where it just came up, and where the announcers were like, one was in English, one was in French, one was in Spanish, and I'll be honest, I know I don't know a lick of Spanish, and I know I don't know a lick of French, but I would much rather watch a fight in those two languages than than English. It's just, English just does not... Like, they seem kind of exciting, but it's more like O's and O's or uh. It's like in those other languages, they're trying to talk the whole time. And it's like all blended together, and it sounds way more exciting. Just, I don't know. Those announcers got it going on. I'll, I'll put it <laughs> right there. But UFC, I'm actually starting to get into that. I'm actually starting to want to watch a little bit more of it. I kind of just watch fights here and there. But, I mean, after watching that fight, kind of want to dig deep dive more into watching more more of what's going on with that and speaking of sports i'm a fantasy god fantasy three and oh everybody's mad in my league three and oh i am three and oh okay i am just like anasanya undefeated and i'm talking the most crap in my league too i send out cocky messages all the time i am just asking to lose the week by week i am just asking for it i am absolutely just just begging to get smashed the next week by somebody but guess what i have all the confidence in the world in my team they always win always my team just somehow just dives into the next team and just tears them, just from inside out, just tears them out, and their players, one of their big players get hurt, or they just don't get as many points that week. I just lie on just the luckiest weeks in the world. I ended up with three and a big fat goose egg, and right now I'm just holding up this nice imaginary title belt, just like on Asanya, but for my fantasy league. And that's how it goes hand-to-hand with each other, okay? Because I like, just like Anasanya, I'm undefeated, and I am nobody not to be messed with, okay? And then I'll probably come back next week and talk about how I just earned my first loss in fantasy, but I deserve to be a little rambunctious, a little rough around the edges, have a little attitude towards people, because... I'm, I mean, I'm three, no. I mean, what, what can I say? What, what can I say? I'm just saying. Okay, everybody, are you ready for fun facts? I know. I don't want to hear it. Dawson, you're supposed to have a jingle. Aren't you supposed to have a jingle, Dawson? Huh? Didn't you promise us this? Didn't you hear what happened to me last week, people? Did you hear what happened? Okay, do I have to address it again? Okay. I will soon come up with some beat or whatever from the fun fact scenario and the news article, and I will come up with some jingle for both of those. But right now, you're just going to have to deal with me just transitioning to it. Okay? Just transitioning into it. So the fun fact that I have for you today is... It's illegal to flush the toilet in Switzerland after 10 p.m. It is illegal. 
full-blown illegal. I mean, not all of Switzerland, but a lot of like the apartment complexes, you cannot flush what they call, they call, they call it the loo. It's not a toilet, it's a loo around there. But you cannot flush the loo past 10 o'clock, and I'm on board with it. Absolutely on board. Here's why. Think about it. I sleep well, but as soon as someone makes the smallest, most minute noise, I wake up. So if someone's flushing the toilet past 10 o'clock, and I'm already snuggled up in my nice, comfy beanbag, okay? I'm already snuggled up in that thing, and I have to hear someone flush the toilet past 10 o'clock when I already should be asleep? That annoys me. Uh, so, I mean, of course, the unrestness of the toilet flush or the loo flush. I don't know. Do the loos flush faster than the American toilet? I don't know. If they flush louder, then I agree even more. But toilets sound like a freaking, like a NASCAR engine starting up when you hear it past 10. You're just half asleep, all of a sudden you hear... <laughs> All of a sudden, you're like, what the heck was that? And you're, all of a sudden, your family member walks out, and it's just them walking across. They just had to use the bathroom. Uh, you woke me up for zero reason. Just flush in the morning. It's not that big of a deal. Just leave it in there. But I think, along with this fun fact, I think there should be a new law made. A new rule. And a new law, I think... That if you do not wake up to your alarm the first time it goes off and you press snooze, you, don't, you lose all privileges to your alarm. And you do not get to have an alarm anymore. Reason being is, is I don't know if you've ever had a family or had friends that you slept over at their house. And they had to get up early for the next morning. And you didn't. And then their alarm goes off. But they decide not to wake up and just press their phone on snooze. Then the phone proceeds to go off again. They then proceed to press snooze. Then the third time it goes off and you think they're finally going to wake up. But lo and behold, they press snooze. Then you just want to lose your mind. Go over there, take their phone, and just stuff it down their throat until they freaking wake up. Well, I mean, they will already wake up when you're stuffing it down their throat. But, I mean, really? Does it really take 12 alarms for you to wake up, you lazy piece of crap? 12 alarms? I mean, seriously, I had to do it to my sister all the time and my mom. I mean... God, it, it sucks so bad. I would wake up to the same alarm every morning for school. Same alarm. My sister and my mom, not so much. My sister would set up 13 to 15 alarms, and they would literally be 6, 605, 6, they'll be like 6, 
6.30. Then if she's not up by 6.30, it goes 6.30, 6.31, 6.32, 6.33, 6.34, 6.35, 6.36, 6 all the way up to freaking 6.40. Why? Why? Why do you have to do that? It makes zero sense to me. Just wake up to your alarm. You're literally ruining it. I have count. I can. I don't even have enough fingers and toes to count how many times I had to go into both their rooms and just turn their phone off, just because so I can go back to sleep and their alarms wouldn't go anymore. And they had the annoying alarm too. You know that typical iPhone. That gives me nightmares. I hate that alarm. At least some people, and I don't understand people. I mean, like, I understand that you need that kind of alarm to wake up. But every time I hear that alarm to wake up in the morning, my heart starts racing so fast. I don't like that alarm. But also, I don't like the most gentle alarm ever either. That would make me want to go to sleep. You know, like white noise or the nice rainforest background that a lot of people can fall asleep to? Yeah, they have that for their alarm in the morning. So it's literally like, all of a sudden they, oh, it's time for them to wake up. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. How are you going to wake up to that? That makes me want to go into more of a deep sleep. Pick a heavier alarm. Besides the, uh, uh, that major emergency one. Just, it, it just, that should be illegal. And it just fathoms me that people just cannot simply just wake up to their alarms. And how they set up their alarms is totally different. I mean, I set two alarms. Okay, two. One alarm, because I usually wake up to my first alarm. As soon as I get that alarm goes off, I'm already up. Then I have one just in case, just in case I slept really good and I just kind of dozed off to the first one. Then I have a second one. But I don't need a third one. I don't need a fourth one. I don't need a fifth one. And I definitely don't need 12 to 15 alarms. Okay? I'm not that... Who? I never understood those people. People need 30 alarms. You should go to a mental rehab, okay? Because there is something wrong with you when you need so many alarms to wake up in the morning. Nothing motivates you. That literally means nothing motivates you to get up in the morning. Like a cup of coffee or a new day or your job that gives you money. If you don't wake up in the morning after your 30th alarm, that means that nothing motivates you. You need to go to a hospital. Man. <laughs> man, 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 man. I was talking a long time about alarms. But news article. Moving on to the news article. News article. Yeah, it's an alarm. That was my alarm. There you go. That was my little news article alarm. News article. What do I have on the news article for today? Well, for today, I have for the news article is British Wildlife Park removes cursing. Oh, no. Removes five cursing parrots from public view. So that means they were grounded. 
That means they were in a wildlife park and uh, the people would come in to watch these parrots and the parents would just be looking at, just be like, what are you looking at? What are you? Huh. I mean, saying a lot more stuff than that, but just be like, what the hell are you looking at? You're ugly. <laughs> what happens if they were ripping, ripping just the people, the public? There was, God, you look disgusting. You need to, you need to get your, you need to get your face fixed. Huh? You need to get your face fixed. Huh? Your eyes are crooked. Huh? <laughs> Guy in blue is secretly gay. Huh? <laughs> it's like everybody would be like, oh my God. These parents are cussing, pointing out my insecurities. They're doing everything. And the British people are like, we are not having this at our wildlife. Now they go to parrot jail, which is, I mean, they, they, they were ripped away from public view. But you know for a fact it's parrot jail. And they're just all in there talking to each other. We're out of that place. I hate it here. You... You should have just killed me. I want to kill myself. This is. <laughs> I mean, I cannot. I want one of those parrots. I do. I want one of those parents. But how did they learn? Well, apparently they saw they self-taught each other. They taught each other how to cuss and they taught each other to be bad. They taught each other to be bad boys. That's how. That's what they did is they taught each other. But I bet you it's those wildlife people. They probably cuss all the time. <laughs> but I bet you it's British cussing. British cu cussing. Like, it's not like thick American cussing because, I mean, dude, if, if it was like some American cussing, I mean, I could see you be putting it. But, I mean, it says they dropped some F words, but come on. They're British they're British wildlife. They're just, they were probably just like, uh, what are you looking at, you, you saggy, saggy, I don't know. I don't know. There's, <laughs> you, you scallywag. <laughs> You're a scallywag. And then they're like, oh, he just called us a scallywag. He's, he's got to go to the bird prison. <laughs> Uh, I want all five of those birds uh, because I'll be the biggest pimp ever. I'll be getting all the ladies, uh, all the laughs, everything. Those five parrots would just be my act. I would go on stage and I would literally just place them like all on the thing. And I would literally just hand them the mic and take it away. And I would just be like a little host. I would be like Steve Harvey on Family Feud. But I'll just be like, all right, guys, what are y'all doing? screw off and then you're like, you're like oh oh that parrot's so cute and he's so funny ah. i mean that would be my whole act it would be easy so easy to be doing that i just like making that noise oh my god see that was not a fake cough that was a dry cough and i get those sometimes i'll be honest it is not COVID. I warned y'all that it happens sometimes. I warned y'all. I warned y'all. Okay, but we're going to wrap this thing up. We're in the conclusion. What are we going to conclude it with? Well, number one, I am 
I am going to be doing podcast only on Fridays. Reason why I'm doing the podcast only on Fridays, I know I was originally going to only do it on Fridays, but then I switched it back because someone gave me a nice review, but it's definitely not going to happen anymore. You can write me as many nice reviews as you possibly can. I still will not change my mind. I am only going to do it from like just every single Friday a week from now on because it just I am I am getting busier. It it's just how it's got to be right now. I may invert put in Tuesdays back when things get lighter, but right now just every single Friday I'll be on here the last Eagle Heart podcast, but it's guaranteed every Friday. Every also um the joint coffee house i'm going to bring them up again if you can please go to their facebook page the joint coffee house or coffee shop and please just donate something donate a little bit to their gofundme just click on it like they they got they need they need some loving right now they they're having a hard time opening up uh they can't open up right now they can only open up like maybe like maybe a few times a month, maybe. It'll just keep on progressively getting worse. But I love that place. People, other people in the community love that place to go there, laugh, get some entertainment, get away. It's kind of like a mental, a mental spa day. That's what that place is. Okay, and you want to keep the intern name alive. That would be great uh, for you to do that. Also, I am going to be performing at the Looney Bennett Little Rock, uh, hosting their open mic night this Sunday at 8. This Sunday at 8 at the Little Rock Looney Bin Comedy Club. You better be there. I get more time on stage if you're there. Also, you're going to enjoy other acts. Enjoy the enjoy the laughs enjoy the entertainment get away from 2020 unless unless you're my f- supposed friend who just thinks 2020 has just treated him so good and so great if you're like him you can stay home okay you little optimistic i'm just kidding come come bring your friends bring your family uh i don't know about your pets but definitely bring your friends and family also, uh, thank you for listening to this uh, episode 23. I have been gone for a whole complete week, and I am back with it on uh, with this great Friday podcast. Thank you all for listening, and I will see you next Friday. The last Apple Heart Pull Heart. You are listening to The Last Apple Heart Podcast.